Skip it, stream it, see it, binge views. It's time for binge views. Raw, grilling, catchy on some new releases. Don't worry about spoilers. Binge views. Welcome to Binge Views. My name's Jim Law. We're from BingeMedia.net. I'm getting an echo. Um, I'm here with Chad C. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Um, you know, uh, just recording a binge views like once or twice a <laughs> month or something like that. I don't know. How, how, what, how many have we done this year? How many binge views? Mm, I think we're up to two binge views, and then we did a little binge view, binge cast kind of uh, merger. So, you know, theatrical hasn't been much of a thing, but it's coming back. It's on its way back. So we're, we're, we're here every biweekly or every three weeks or so. Well, you let me know when, when there's it's worth doing a binge use, and you did so this week. Now, how many movies you got? I've got three movies. The big one is, of course, Mortal Kombat, which is releasing this Friday on HBO Max and theatrical. We have Voyagers. It's a new Lionsgate movie that came out a couple weeks ago theatrically. And then we have uh, Ben Wheatley's new movie, In the Earth, which came out last week, actually. So I don't think it feel the need in doing a binge for one movie each week. So, you know, let them build up a little bit. And we got three here for people. And I don't think any of these have been reviewed on the network. So we're Gucci. All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pete was considering that uh, In the Earth for this week. Um, but there's nothing going on for the binge uh, cast otherwise. And then he, he looked it up and he's like, I don't think this is for me. And uh, he didn't do it. So I'll find out today. But I want you to start with uh, Explorers. Is that what it's called? Explorers? <laughs> Voyagers. Close. Voyagers. That Close. Yep. <laughs> All right. So Voyagers, like I said, is the new Lionsgate movie. It is uh, written and directed by Neil Berger. He has done uh, such movies as uh, Divergent, Limitless with Bradley Cooper. He did The Illusionist back in in 06 with Edward Norton and uh, The Upside a couple years ago with Kevin Hart and uh, um, Brian Cranston. Um, this is a sci-fi movie that is uh, Earth is going to shit and so they, they've they devised a colony they're going to take in space and the journey is going to take like 86 or so years and they have injected, uh, they've created these children essentially like I think it's upwards about 60 kids and uh, they're sending them off on a voyage and they will eventually have kids and they'll keep reproducing. By the time they get to this new uh, planet life, they will, uh, the kids will be older and they will start a whole new uh, colony of people. Essentially Colin Farrell is uh, one of the main scientists and he is like helping raise the kids and he feels the need that when they are about to ship them off, he thinks that he needs to go along with them to uh, be their guide. And, uh, they leave. And then, uh, the kids get older. It jumps like 15 years and, uh, they're about 18 at this point. Um, and they are sipping on this like blue juice essentially. That's making them, uh, it's, it's, not allowing them to feel fucking like anything for the opposite sex. They have like no emotions essentially. They, it's like keeping it so that not, they're not that hungry. They can like preserve their rations of food for these 80 years that they're going to be gone. Um, a couple of the kids end up finding out that there's uh, some toxins in this and they're being drugged 
and uh, they start to question it and fight back. And uh, some shenanigans ensue, and this kind of turns into the Lord of the Flies in Space is what it's being marketed as. Um, based off that, um, I guess I can go off the uh, the cast here. I already said Colin Farrell. We've got Ty Sheridan from Ready Player One. Uh, Lily Rose Depp, of course, Johnny Depp's daughter. Finn Whitehead from uh, his biggest role is probably the lead in Dunkirk a few years ago. Um, and then uh, that's really about the, most of the people that are uh, you, you would know. Um, what you got, Law? What do you got based off that little synopsis? Why, if they're making... Okay, I didn't understand your synopsis. They are <laughs> creating a race of people, basically. And then sending them off to another planet to grow up and populate the planet. Like, why are they doing that? Usually, uh, this type of uh, sci-fi movie is like something's wrong with Earth. We have to leave and go to another planet, and for eighty-six years, whatever. That's the story. Why? So, why are the humans making these people and just sending them off to another planet? Um, I mean that essentially because Earth is going to die off. Um, th- that's not really that that explained very well, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, this it gets on the it gets going pretty quick. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just going to establish new life on another planet because Earth is potentially burning and going to hell. Um, so like none of these kids have actual parents. They're all like they inject the egg, like the sperm into the egg. And that's it. They, they're, they're all very similar looking kids on uh, the ship as well. Um, they're just all very basic kids. But yeah, there's there's not really anything other than. Earth is dying. Let's get put some new life on this other planet so people like Earth, humanity can live. But why? Yeah. But why did none of the? Why does none of humanity go then? Why did they create a race to go? I, I honestly don't fucking know, Jamal. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. This movie is not very great. Um, it is very dull. It's very, very bland. Um, none of the actors, uh, I don't think there's much to work with in the script for them. Um, Finn Whitehead, I, I didn't even really realize this was the kid from Dunkirk. He, he, I think he's fucking like hit puberty or whatever the fuck. He's got like this jawline and shit now. Um, and he's kind of the bad. He turns into the big bad. Uh, they, I mean, yeah, like I said, it gets very Lord of the Fliesy and they start like questioning why this is going on i'm not gonna get the spoilery because it turns into just the kids eventually like pitting each other like they're there's a they take hat like sides and they have to come up with new rules for why they're doing this and just yeah they find weapons they find things that like were set for the next generation that they were supposed to have um yeah, there's just not a lot to work with in this script. I think it has like big ideas, but it doesn't really do much with them, and it gets really cliched. Uh, I think maybe an R rating would have done this movie a little better, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's like Finn Whitehead, like these kids have grown up together, and all of a sudden he's like getting these urges, and he's like, I want pleasure, and he like grabs Lily Rose Depp's boob in front of everyone. And they're all just like, what? <laughs> um, so like they, they're, yeah, they're discovering it's very fucking horny. Like, like they, they, that's the main thing. Like there's like, as soon as they stop taking this blue juice, they just start like fucking and, uh, yeah, I mean, desire, like having these urges to like, I don't know, find their fucking other hormones are raging or whatever the fuck it is. Is, is this based on, a, on like a young adult book? 
I don't think so. I think this is just all written and directed by yeah Berger. Yeah, he wrote it. It's original screenplay. But I mean, yeah, he's taken elements from all these. It's it's very generic and very basic. Like uh, I think he did Divergent as well. It's not good as that movie is. I think that movie is better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really dull, man. Like I, none of the cast really does anything here. I mean, Colin Farrell I think is the best part of it, but he's in the movie for all of fifteen minutes. Um, He's he's doing with what he can with it, but yeah, overall it's just it's just a very meh movie, very cliche. You, you really know what's gonna happen uh, as soon as this uh, like gets going. Like it, it, there's not a lot of uh, left to the imagination here. Like it's yeah, uh, Isaac Hempstead Wright is also in it. Bran Stark, like all these kids look very similar to each other. They're, they're just all fucking. I don't know. I think they starved them because they're all like skinny as shit in this movie too. I don't know. This sounds fucking Sorry, I was taking a drink. It's got it's got uh the poster is like very sleazy. The um, you know, I'm not surprised that you brought up that this turns into a sleaze fest because the poster looks like it's a porn in space. Um so but it's PG thirteen. Yeah. Right? Well and I'm just PG thirteen, yeah, and I'm just now realizing the tagline is what does it feel like? <laughs> That's really bad. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Is there a lot of nudity in this? Yeah. I don't know. There's nothing. No, no, no. It's PG-13, man. Like, you, you see the back of, like, a kid fucking a girl and, like, like I said, the boob grabbing and they're very horny and, like, uh, like rubbing on each other and stuff and, like, putting their fingers in the girl's mouth or something. It, yeah, it's just very teen angsty and horny, but no nudity or anything like that. All right. This is gross. I don't want to talk about uh, it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a skip it if you can tell. I don't think there's any reason you should waste your time with this. It's not very good. Uh, kind of falling in line with Lionsgate's movie a month ago, fucking Chaos Walking, these young adult movies that just are very blather. It seems like they're just dumping them uh, to tail into this pandemic here and just washing their hands of them. But yeah, don't watch it. Don't watch Voyager. It's not very good. Right. <laughs> Fuck that movie. All right, what's the next one? Uh, I, we can end with a big one in Mortal Kombat. Let's do End the Earth. All right. Um, so what, do you know? you know anything about this movie at all? No, just what I told you about uh, Pete had thrown it up on our chat and he said I might watch this mm-hmm. and then said immediately, almost immediately came back as like, I'm not going to watch this. It doesn't seem like it's <laughs> so, I don't know. That's it. So funny, funny story. I, I think I was the deterrent of Pete watching this. <laughs> so we had been talking about this a few weeks ago. We did a commentary and I'd mentioned that I heard good things about it and I was going to do interviews with it. He texted me earlier this week, and uh, I watched it, and I was like, "He's like, he actually texted me and said, is the ending explained? And I said, no, not really. And he said, nope, not for me. Pass. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what sparked like, it, but... I like so, I like yeah, this how, I like has been how we're Wheatley. Getting, uh, uh, like oh, a, I like how we're getting an inside look at Pete, how he works, right? Like, cause I, we got my text, <laughs> and we got your text, and you know those texts were going on at the exact same time. So we know. We, we see why we was breaking <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, man, this is Ben Wheatley's new movie. Ben Wheatley is a very famous British director. He's done uh, movies like Kill List, A Field in England, Sightseers, High Rise, Free Fire. Um, he did re- the Rebecca remake for Netflix last year. Um, this movie was actually conceived. Uh, he he wrote it in 15 days in August of 2020 during the lockdown, and it was very inspired by that pandemic. This movie is a uh, there's a disastrous virus going on in the world, um, and it was shot in like two or three weeks. And then I think they filmed it in November, and it was it debuted at Sundance this January. Um, 
So, yeah, it's a very, very small cast. Uh, Joel Fry is the main uh, scientist. His name is Martin. He heads into this uh, outpost that's kind of in the base of these this giant sector in the woods. And he's there to find his uh, one of his ex-girlfriends. Um, there is a... Uh, like a, I don't know. She's she's mainly like a camp counselor type, not a counselor. She's like a, I don't know, a park ranger. Uh, they she's there with them, and they set out into the woods to find her and to figure out essentially where she she's been gone for a couple months. Once they make it into the woods, sh- they wake up uh, like the second night they're there. They're sleeping in a tent and they're attacked and their shoes are taken and like all their possessions are removed. Um, so then they have to walk barefoot for an extended stretch. And then they run into a guy who's uh, chilling in the woods and you don't know if he's uh, what his ulterior motives are. And from there, shit gets pretty crazy. Um, I guess I failed to mention there's also a famous, like a, uh, there's a folklore within these woods. Once he gets to the outpost at the beginning and they're talking about, uh, there's this God who this, the locals believe in that's exists in these woods, but it's never been officially confirmed. So this movie is very equal parts, uh, like horror folklore, sci-fi, there's like rituals and shit. And a lot of equal amounts body horror in this. Like this guy's uh, foot in this movie goes through the absolute ringer. <laughs> like it's it's fucking rough, man. There's some very cringy scenes. Um, very very trippy, psychedelic, uh, like strobe lights and shit. Like it, it's very very much a Ben Wheatley movie. Um, all those movies I listed. If you're a fan of Ben Wheatley's, I think you will get quite a bit out of this and you'll like it. There are some issues with the story um, that don't make a ton of sense. Um, but like visually and everything, this movie is uh, its pretty cool. Um, I don't know. What you got, man? What you got? Well, I, I was just going to say, like visually, just from the pictures, the poster, the actually the multiple posters, I like what he's done with it. But he also gives off a feel of... Now, you, you brought up like uh, ritualistic shit. Um, is, there, is it uh, supernatural? Like a lot of that going on? There is, there is, but it's very like you don't. So you don't see a lot of the supernatural. Okay. Like there's definitely some type of presence in these woods, and there's there's something going on, but it's it's kind of left to your imagination of what it is. I mean, you see like drawings of this god or whatever it is that's existing in these woods from these like paintings and stuff when the the movie first starts, but you don't really see a lot of that. Um, I would say the majority of the horror and stuff that takes place is. With the guy they come across, um, little Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it, it's it's pretty pretty violent and bloody. But his sense of humor is very prevalent in this. Like like very horrific scenes. There's a lot of like dark humor, which is what he's really known for. Um, but yeah, as far as supernatural, you don't really see that. Um, a lot of like the wind and the plants and stuff. It's very much a claustrophobic woods feeling movie. Like, you know, it's they're they're here and they're just very lost. They don't know what's going on around them. You don't know what's real a lot of the time, which I know that's probably like you're gonna say like, nope. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's very, very trippy, very psychedelic um, in that aspect. And I would say if you have issues with like epilepsy or anything like that, this is not for you because there are 
certain moments that there's like strobe lights just sh- flashing into the camera and it's hard to make out the images and shit. It's, it's pretty rough. And there's like the disclaimer at the beginning of the movie that lets you know pretty clear <laughs> that that's what you're in store for. But um, the more I thought about this movie, the more I liked it. I didn't love this. Uh, I, I'd say I like more of Ben Wheatley's movies than I don't. Um, I'd say this probably in the middle. Um, but there's definitely um, there's definitely like some good stuff here for sure. You, you started early by saying it was, uh, and even in the synopsis on IMDb, it talks about a disastrous virus. And you brought that up in your synopsis at the beginning, but you never brought it up again. Um, how does that factor in mm-hmm. the movie? It doesn't really at all, which I was happy because, you know, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm over that shit at this point. You know, like, it, I don't know, that movie Lockdown, all these movies, like pandemic movies. The beginning of it, of course, they're wearing masks and they mentioned this virus that has taken out a lot, like way more of the population than essentially COVID. So it's, it's not COVID. They don't mention that. Um, you know, they spray them down and shit at the beginning. And then after that, once they're in the woods, it doesn't really play a big factor into this. It's just the setting to which he gets um, to this outpost in the woods that they kick off from there. So, yeah. All right. So what do you say? But yeah. Um, I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give this a high stream it. I'd say stream this. I, I, I think if you can watch this theatrically, um, it, there's some definitely cool elements. And I think visually this is stands out. I, I can't, I can't recommend this to everyone though, because I don't think it's for everyone because if you want a nice, neatly wrapped up ending and explaining what the, sh- what the fuck's going on in these woods, you're not going to get that in this movie. But I liked it. I liked more of this than I didn't like. So I, I would definitely give this a, a high stream it. If that mm-hmm. that makes sense for you. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, as soon as I see Ben Wheatley, I'm just kind of like, well, there'll be some cool looking shit, but I won't know what's happening half the time. That's basically what. Yeah. I'm so do, you liked Kill List a lot, right? That's probably your favorite of his. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, that's still that's the standout of his movies for sure. But yeah, this is definitely not quite in that vein. Um, but it, I mean, it's definitely like a genre mashup of all this shit, like sci-fi, body horror, all this stuff. But yeah, it, it, it's not for everyone. I would say if you, it's only an hour and forty, it doesn't feel overly long. A little slow at some points, but overall, I liked it more than I didn't. So, all right, yeah. all right, let's get to um, the big one, as you called it. <laughs> I guess the big one for this week, right? It's a big Warner Brothers theatrical release. All right, yeah, fucking Mortal Kombat. Um, I did not revisit the '90s uh, Mortal Kombat movies before this. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I remember seeing the the '95 one, and I don't remember much about it. I feel like it was like maybe like bad good but i i just i couldn't bring myself to watch either of them before this and you know time is time is valuable um but yeah this is fucking mortal Com- i mean what is there to like break down about this uh the cast here is a lot of unknown people um i'd say the most well-known is joe Toslim. he's uh he was in the raid he he's been in a couple of like marvel movies and he's played sub-zero mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's, it's, uh, the night comes for us. It's the other, he's in fast six, um, very much like, I guess an up and coming cast or very much unknown members here. Um, but yeah, the, so Mortal Kombat, um, I was never a big fan of the, uh, okay. So I, I, I was more of a street fighter than Mortal Kombat video game fan. As far as that goes, mm-hmm. I played the first one a lot. Raiden was my guy. That's the guy I always played with. 
Um, but this is first time director Simon McCoy. Uh, he's done a bunch of video game shit and like commercials. Um, Cole Young is the lead character in this. He's a character who is not even in the video games. He's a completely original character for this movie. He's like a down on his luck MMA fighter who has this dragon emblem on his body. Uh, eventually he's, uh, sought out by this outer world they're seeking. Okay. So there's earth realm and outer world is what you're established very fast. And they, there's a historic legacy of fighting that goes on between these two realms. And if you bear this dragon resemblance, then, you know, you've got to fight in this tournament. Um, so sub zero shows up to wreck some shit with this guy Cole Young and his family and Jax, who's played by Makad Brooks, rescues him and says, like, hey, this is, uh... He, he gives him the breakdown. He gives him all the fucking... The, lays out what's going to happen. And then from there, it just... It's a very much a video game movie. Um, I would say, based off of, uh... The fighting scenes... I don't know. I, this is... I feel like I'm going to just give the Godzilla vs. Kong review for this movie because it's like the fighting scenes are cool. The, you know, the gore, there's fucking hearts getting ripped out and spines and shit. But then all the in between is just like filler bullshit that isn't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. What, what do you, what questions do you have possibly have for fucking Mortal Kombat here? Um, how's none? Because I don't give a fuck about anything about Mortal Kombat. I never, <laughs> never once played the game. I never seen any of the movies. I just don't give a fuck about any of it. Um, I was considering, yeah. and I'm not saying that you talk me out of it. I, I'm still considering maybe watching this because of the situation we're in in life right now. But that's the mm-hmm. only reason. I would never seek out this fucking movie for anything. Um, yeah. I, but at the same time, I can I can recognize characters from it. You know what I mean? It's still a pop culture, pretty, sure, pretty popular uh, 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 push in pop culture. But I, I just don't give a fuck about any of it. It's just it's just not. I don't mm-hmm. like fighting games. I never played Street Fighter. I never played Mortal Kombat. I never played fucking any of that shit. Um, oh, okay. So I don't okay. know. Um, you kind of described it the exact way I imagine it coming across, especially when they introduce a character that wasn't in the video games. I don't know why they would want to do that. Because A, you got people like me that just don't give a fuck uh, about that character or any of the other characters. And then you got B, people that love these fucking established characters and want to see a movie that gives them their true light of day and your main character doesn't exist in that video game world. I feel like it's a fair thing. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. That's it. Yeah. It's kind of my feelings on it, too. I, 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 I went into this movie with absolutely no expectations. The, one of the guys I watched it with, I was like, all I want to see is, like, some fucking heads exploding. I have nothing, like, nothing beyond that. Like, no expectations. And, like, some of the stuff is cool, but I, I can't say that that makes this a good movie at all. Like, it honestly reminded me a lot of the Street Fighter 94 movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, if you... So, I mean, take that with what it is. They... I, I think fans of the video game may, like, like this because... I mean, it, it's to a point in the middle of this movie that they're, like, just introducing characters and, like, just to introduce them. Like, right. I'm Lu, Lu Kang and... Like, he gets a fight out of the movie. Like, uh, Kung Lao shows up. Like, Kano. Like, all these guys show up in the movie, and they're just introducing them. Like, hey, this is this character you love. They say their famous line. They have a fight. 
and then like it, it just it just moving at like a, this crazy ridiculous pace and it almost takes itself way too fucking seriously for a fucking Mortal Kombat video game movie and that was probably my biggest issue with it I'm like this is like this should be like this ridiculous B movie like it why 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 are we taking ourselves so seriously but it it, it does a little bit and then it's to its detriment but I mean I, I there are some cool shit like there's some cool shit you know like I said but Overall, I can't I can't recommend this as a good movie by any means. Or yeah, it's 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 just fine, and I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. I really don't because it's just it's just kind of meh. <laughs> but apparently, the guy who plays Sub Zero I was telling you about has signed on for four movies of this, so they're <laughs> expecting this to be this fucking big ass franchise, I guess. But I'm like, all right, <laughs> but you know, you know, yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's look at very rarely. Fuck, I don't even know if I can come up with one right now at this moment. But do we get a good video game uh, movie? And those are based on video games that have a main character or and or characters that have a storyline. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat's a fighting yeah. game. Now well, you could have your favorite character, and you said you played with Raiden all the time. Someone else could play with their favorite character all the time. There's no main character in Mortal Kombat. Am I wrong in saying that? It's literally a fighting game. You pick your character at the beginning and you fight. Is that it? Exactly. Okay. So yeah, no... I mean, I guess you could say Sub Zero and Scorpion are the faces of the franchise, sure. But yeah, I mean, outside of that, no. <laughs> yeah. But why are they? Why are they the faces of the franchise? Just because they look cool and they do cool shit? I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I guess when you associate Mortal Kombat, you think of fucking those two guys, right? I, I don't know. At least me, but it might just be me. I, I don't know. I was born in '89. This came out in what, like '93, '94. So I was like five years old when it came out. And I just remember as a kid, those were the cool characters. But, but you, <laughs> yeah. you just said like a lot of the, like a lot of the video game characters that show up in this die, right? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so how do they get four more movies out of this? How many fucking Mortal Kombat characters are there? I mean, after watching this and knowing that going in, I absolutely have no idea. I don't know. I, I, I At that point, it should just be like schlocky bullshit if they're making four of these movies. But who fucking knows, man? I, yeah. I, yeah. There's not, there's not much here beyond that. Right. Uh. What is it? Uh, I would say fans of the game, like diehards, you'd probably get something out of this. Me, this is going to be like a stream it, like a very low stream <laughs> on the stream it scale. I, I, I had to find enough time with it. I didn't fucking hate my life, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not recommending this <laughs> beyond that. So yeah, that's kind of where I sit. <laughs> I'd fucking skip it, people. But, but you know what? Don't. If you, if you can watch it at home, fucking just, you know what? Say stream it. Fuck it. Yeah, that's why I said stream oh, it. Yeah, okay. very low said, on the stream it. Sorry, I sorry, I sorry. Yeah. You, said, you didn't say anything. You just beat her on the bush for fucking like two minutes straight. All right. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Inter- right. Internet connection's been a little choppy. Stream right. it, stream it. We got a we got two streams and a skip <laughs> on this binge views. All right. When might me uh, white? When might we expect a new binge views? Okay, so there's like one horror movie next week. The week after that's Guy Ritchie's new movie Wrath of Man. So we could maybe bank a couple before that. But then May, it starts to ramp up. Like May, like the second week of May, there's like Taylor Sheridan's new movie with Angelina Jolie, Those Who Wish Me Dead, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going theatrical for like a week before Netflix. Um, Spiral, the new fucking saw. So there's there's quite a bit. And then once Memorial Day hits, we got A Quiet Place Part 2, and then the summer's just bonkers. So a couple more weeks of just biweekly, and then I think we'll be pretty pretty regular after that, close right. to the June. So. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. 
Thanks for hanging out, Chad. And I'll talk to you in about five minutes. <laughs> All right. See you. <laughs>